in the past I've struggled with um, developing lessons that have helped students see the relevance and the real-life connections and also uh, we want to make sure that we connect them with the content curriculum as well as them being critical thinkers and using problem-solving skills. So the math practices, especially math practice number four, modeling with mathematics, has helped us to incorporate those ideas within our curriculum. So Jennifer, tell me a little bit about modeling with mathematics at the middle school level and how what you're doing with your students now is preparing them for what they're going to experience at the high school level with these new standards. Absolutely. A lot of students come to us not um, not having not done modeling before and what we're doing is we're trying to set them up for success in high school and we're scaffolding questions that have real world scenarios that are tied with our state standards to help them understand why they're doing these types of math problems and how this is going to help them in the future and hopefully they hold on to those experiences and retain that information and, and see the importance of math in real life. While working to make meaning of the fourth standard for mathematical practice, I had the opportunity to meet Jennifer Mugovan, a teacher at Tishner Middle School. She saw the importance of the standards for mathematical practices soon after they were adopted and began to take steps to implement them in her own classroom. I was able to visit her in her classroom to gain insight into what model with mathematics can do for students. I chose the Boss's Challenge problem because it connects the content of volume and measurement with the process standard of modeling with mathematics. This was a real-world example of how students can use what they're learning in mathematics to help them solve problems in the future that they might have. Shows how they can apply what they're learning to real-world scenarios. Let's just pretend you're working at BP. And um, under the ground at BP, there's a tank, right? that holds all the gas. You've seen the big trucks pull up and, and put the gas in the tank, right? So there's a, a tank under the ground, and um, here's the grass. We're just going to pretend it's not concrete. We're going to pretend it's grass, okay? And it's buried under the ground. And you work at BP, and let's just say that your boss is not very nice, okay? And they have a stick that they have to measure the tank as well, okay? So they have a stick and they need uh, to measure how much gas is in the tank. If they run out of gas, is your boss going to be happy? No, because at $4 a gallon, he's not going to want to miss selling any of that gasoline, is he? So your job today, I'm going to give you a scenario, we're going to read through it. Um, the stick breaks and you have to make a new stick to tell where halfway full is and where a quarter of the way full is, okay? So a stick that's going to go through the ground, through the grass, through the ground, down to the bottom of the tank and measure where halfway full in the tank is going to be. Okay? Using a problem like the boss's challenge, a real-world workplace scenario, students are taking a complicated situation and making sense of it. They're identifying important quantities within the given information and they're using them to help them calculate and draw conclusions. Students are also discussing the problem within small groups and reflecting on the problem to see if their answers make sense. 
How much is it from the top of the ground to the bottom of the tank? From the top there, of the ground, fifteen point five. It's fifteen point six because eighteen eight, eight, eighteen inches is one foot six inches. Yeah. It's one point five. A foot is twelve inches. It's twelve inches. So look, eighteen Look, and then um, So it's it's fifteen it's fifteen feet and six inches from the ground to, to the bottom of the cylinder. So you would have about a stick is set seventeen feet long. And what I was saying was like, with 17 feet, you don't, you just have, you had to have just enough to pull it out. Yeah, you have, you have enough left over to bring it out. The first step that most students took when they were solving this problem was to deconstruct it and to understand what pieces of information that they needed and what pieces of information that they didn't necessarily need. I saw a lot of students start with with drawing pictures and diagrams. I saw other students start right away using proportions to solve where on the stick one-fourth and one-half would be. And by instinct, a lot of them knew where one-half would be, but had to kind of think about um, the tank being under the ground and have to take that into consideration. Heard lots of great discussion. I heard lots of students planning prior to be getting started on their task. Um, and then the end result, everyone coming to a consensus in the group and working cooperatively, making sure that everyone understood and had reason behind their answers, were proving their answers to be correct. And some of them had to go back and revise and make corrections and then move on to their, what they believed to be the correct answer. And a lot of them shared in class what their correct answers were. As students are in their beginning stages of modeling with mathematics, I expect for them to use the scaffolding provided, but as we become critical thinkers, I hope that students will see the questions that they would need to ask if information wasn't given, such as if the dimensions of the tank were not listed or if the diagram was not drawn for them, they would be able to draw that diagram and think to ask the questions of what are the dimensions of the tank, how far under the ground is the tank, and to remove some of the more detailed questions that help students answer the ultimate goal of the question. Those are things that I hope to develop over time and scaffolding to be removed over time so that students can really show and model their critical thinking math skills. My suggestions for teachers who are implementing the Common Core State Standards with the math practices is to have fun with these math practices and to not be afraid to try new things and experiment. Where we integrate the math practices with our curriculum is where students are going to show the most achievement. And it's a very exciting time for education, and I'm just honored to be a part of it.